It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. In three, two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know, you need to know. I'm Jamie East and this is the Good morning, everybody. It's Monday the 18th of July and it's Nelson Mandela Day. And a big happy birthday to Kristen Bell, James Brolin, Vin Diesel and Priyanka Chopra. The Met Office has issued its first ever red alert for extreme heat in the UK for today and tomorrow, with forecasters saying temperatures are likely to exceed 40 degrees Celsius. Dominic Raab sounded quite optimistic about it, though, while chatting to Sky's Sophie Ridge on Sunday. We ought to enjoy the sunshine, and actually we ought to be resilient enough through some of the pressures it will place. Funnily enough, when the Smart 7 spoke to meteorologist and broadcaster Claire Nazir, she told us a different story. This is not a normal type of holiday sunny weather period. This is a serious heat wave with huge impacts for health and infrastructure. To put the severity into context, Claire compared it to previous heat waves. I'll give you an example. The heat wave of 2020, where we saw temperatures over around six days peak above 34 degrees Celsius, over 2,500 people lost their lives. Good news though, there are some simple things we can do to mitigate the effects of the heat. Whether you just, you know, immerse yourself in a cold bath, keep the, you know, your blinds down if the, your, your rooms are cooler inside than outside. Last night saw the five remaining Tory leadership candidates battle it out in their second TV debate on ITV. Snap polls afterwards showed Rishi Sunak as a winner with 24% of people backing him. He appeared to be directly targeting Liz Truss when he got a chance to ask a question. In your past, you've been both a Liberal Democrat and a Remainer. I was just wondering which one you regretted most. I am somebody who was not born into the Conservative Party. I went to school in Paisley and Leeds. I went to a comprehensive school. My parents were left-wing activists and I've been on a political journey ever since. Liz was fourth in the polling with 15% just ahead of anti-woke spokesperson Kemi Badenoch. She had a go at the army-loving Tom Tugendhat, who not surprisingly managed to mention the military in his response. Serving in government is not easy. It requires taking difficult decisions. Tom has never done that. It's very easy for him to criticise what we've been doing. But we have been out there on the front line. Right? I've been on the front line not, in Afghanistan not in government, and Iraq. Not in government. And I've been on the front line of the argument against Putin and against China. The next round of voting will take place on Monday night before regional hustings around the country on July the 22nd. One candidate will be knocked out each day after votes by Tory MPs, leaving the final two to face a postal vote. Whoever the final two are, Labour's Bridget Phillipson isn't impressed. I'm not worried about any of them. I don't think we've got anything to fear from any of the candidates. And the reason for that is that all of them have propped up Boris Johnson and the Conservative government for 12 years now. 
Joe Biden's return from his controversial visit to the Middle East, including Israel and Saudi Arabia. The US president told a summit of Arab leaders that America remained committed to the Middle East amid competition from countries such as China, Russia and Iran. We will not walk away and leave a vacuum to be filled by China, Russia or Iran. We'll seek to build on this moment with active principle American leadership. But he's received backlash over his trip to Saudi, given reports that the 2018 assassination of a Washington Post journalist, Jamal Khashoggi, was orchestrated by the country's crown prince. To make matters worse, the US president also raised eyebrows for greeting Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman with a fist bump. But Biden assured reporters he had raised the issue of the murder of Khashoggi. He basically said that he, uh, he, he was not personally responsible for it. I, I indicated I thought he was. He said he was not personally responsible for it and he took action against those who were responsible. In Ukraine, a British man captured by pro-Russian separatists has been appealing for help from Boris Johnson. It's understood that John Harding, who's in his 50s, was captured in May when the Ukrainian units he was fighting with at the Azovstal steelworks were forced to surrender. He's accused of being part of the Azov regiment, but Mr Harding's told friends he was fighting as part of the Ukraine National Guard. Appearing in a video being interviewed by a Russian TV presenter, John Harding made his appeal. If you can influence President Putin, then please do. People's lives are dependent on this. So if you can, please help. Because otherwise, I fear the death penalty. Still to come on the Smart 7, a shock result for Rory McElroy and a peek at the new Lord of the Rings series. Right after this. Welcome back. There was heartbreak for Rory McIlroy on Sunday after Australian's Cameron Smith broke Tiger Woods' record to win the 150th Open Championship. The world number six beat Northern Ireland's McIlroy and Cameron Young after shooting a brilliant final round of 64 at St Andrews on Sunday afternoon. Cameron Smith held back the tears as he spoke to the crowds on the 18th. Jeez, what a, what a week. I'm going to fall apart here, I know. Uh, first and foremost, I want to thank the team back there, all their hard work. It seemed like there was a lot, a lot of you guys out there um, kept me plugging away and this one's for us. Thanks, guys. The Claret Jug winner gave a glimpse of how he'd be celebrating. I'm definitely going to find out how many beers fit in this thing, that's for sure. It was a top-selling novel and now a hit film, but the story behind the lead role in Where the Crawdads Sing is just as wholesome as the sudden-fried apple-picking Swamp Swimming movie itself. The hit summer movie focuses on a young swamp girl, Kaya, in North Carolina and the events that unfold. Daisy Edgar-Jones spoke on Sunday about how her mum may have foreseen her lead role in the film adaptation of Delia Owen's 2018 novel. When I got the audition through the summer of 2020, I was like, Mum, this, 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 based on this book, it's huge. And she was like, I read that. <laughs> I read that the Christmas of 2019. And she was like, I thought you'd be quite a good Kaya. And I was like, well, you should have said. <laughs> but um, yeah, so she, she'd read it and she, she loved it and loved that story. So that was really cool. Hey, Plesius is back. Ringers, or Lord of the Rings fans to you and I, have rejoiced over the weekend after the first full-length trailer for Amazon's billion-pound Lord of the Rings prequel was released. The Rings of Power series is set to air on Prime from September and is set thousands of years before films based on J.R.R. Tolkien's stories. The past is with us all. The past is dead. We either move forward we die with it. This could be the beginning of a new era. 
This has been The Smart 7. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Have a great day.